This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet on the BetQL Audio Network. Mets fans can breathe a sigh of relief. The club has reached a long-term deal with off-season acquisition Francisco Lindor prior to the opening day deadline. Lindor and the Mets have come to terms on a 10-year, $341 million deal. He's in an 0-2 hole. And he drives one to left center field. This one is on its way back toward the wall and over it to tie the game. Diving stop by Lindor gets up and throws. Got him! Wow. Amazing play by Francisco Lindor. Holy smokes. Completely outstretched. Snow coned it. Got up and threw him out at first. Have the Mets run Lindor yet? Dylan Burns? Did it happen yet? That was an unnecessary contract as far as I'm concerned. We'll, we'll get to the details coming up in a few minutes. I'm sure Mets fans very thrilled to have Lindor. They should be happy that ownership is uh, taking care of business. But there's a lot of shortstops on the market. But okay. Okay. Good for them. They got Lindor locked up. It's opening day. That is our lead today. Welcome on in to BetQL Daily. It's Joe Ostrowski. And Ryan Horvat with you, executive producer Eli Herskovich and Jake Kassan is our board op. They're both in downtown Chicago and Philadelphia. We've got Dylan Burns. Jake Galley is here, I believe, because he texted me earlier. But Eli does not give him credit. Does not give him credit on the rundown. Uh, Mark Simon from Sports Info Solutions will be dropping by. Looking forward to that conversation because I saw the other day uh, he was making some nice, uh, some pretty cool predictions as far as just you know, we, we can talk to anyone. Like I've heard DeGrom's going to be the Cy Young 15 times. Okay, great. Does that really help us as sports betters? Not so much. He gives you some things to think about some longer shots. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, later on in the show, Odyssey MLB insider, Tony Gwynn Jr. will be here. MLB statistician and Phillies fan, Ryan Spader, one of the biggest baseball fans that I know will be here. Terrific follow on Twitter. Horvat, man, I am in such a good mood. Not only is it opening day, not only that, but something I just realized before the start of the show. So we were talking earlier in the tournament about the different square pools that we're in. Yep. And I was getting very frustrated because I had uh, nine as a loser in so many pools and none of them were coming up with my combinations. And then I just realized that a horrendous UCLA Michigan game Ended up with the loser with a nine. And then I go to check the winning number. Please, did I have a one? Did I have a one? Yes. One of, the ex- one of the expensive pools I had a one. So I'm feeling good. I, I feel like I've got free money to bet on baseball with today because I hit that square. How are you? I'm very good. It's the third best day of the year right behind day one of March Madness. Week one of the NFL season. Maybe you flip-flop those two um, on the March Madness high still. Opening day right there, though. A close third. I'm excited, man. I'm jacked. 
probably uh, wait, wait, re- redo the rankings again. Number one is one day one of March Madness. Okay, day one of March Madness. Yeah, well, the traditional, the Thursday this year, obviously. I was just gonna say we, we just had that Friday. You think that Friday was better than today? Not that Friday, the traditional Thursday when you take off the Thursday Friday, but okay. usually only because week one, I'm usually working. Day one of the NCAA tournament, 13 of the last 15 years, I've been in Las Vegas. So much, much different. Uh, okay. What was number two? Work. What was number two? Number two would be week one of the NFL season. Like the Thursday or the Sunday? The first Sunday, I'd say. I think you got to go the first Sunday. The first Thursday is nice, but Sunday when you sit on the couch, you fire up Red Zone, the countdown, Scott Hansen hits your TV screen for the first time all season yes. long. That's that's the best day of the year. All the bets, all the fantasy, all the DFS, every player props, it's all going at once. It's madness. It's awesome. Uh, and, and you put opening day third. So day third. A, a day that's coming up right around the corner. Man, Master Sunday is special. Yeah, yeah. And you're right there. So that's that's probably yeah, it's tough for me. We got the Super Bowl, but you know what? Opening day is great. I love the way that opening day is this year. You know, we were talking about this because what I didn't like in years past in Major League Baseball is when they go play a series in Japan, and I would get super confused because like Ichiro would be on the roster even though he retired years prior, and right. then all of a sudden they'd be back in spring training, so the games wouldn't count, and you'd get confused, especially with fantasy baseball. But this year. Love the way that they're doing it. As soon as we get off the air, we'll have games to watch. I've already – I last night I played a couple win totals. I played a couple more futures, some stuff Perfect. that I really like, and then some stuff where I know, like some plays where I know I'm just taking my money, throwing it in the fire, but it's stuff that I want to root for this season. So I'm excited to get going. So I've been preaching this week, as you know, and that don't worry, don't freak out. You don't have to get every bet in. It's a long, long season. And and I was wondering if uh, these books are going to keep up because I know people are going to be in a rush this morning. Yeah. Uh, people procrastinate. I'm one of those people uh, to get all their bets in that they want for the season. And I, I was disappointed. I did see some bookmakers out in Las Vegas tweeting out that, okay, the season awards are coming down after the game. So I'm like, really? Today? Like, like yeah. Like, come on. Are they going to be up every day? I don't know. Uh, so I reached out to PointsBet and I asked them, I was like, this, this stuff, is it all coming down or what? And they said, most of it is going to stay up. A few things, a few of the player stat stuff is going to come down, which makes sense to me. Like if somebody hits three homers today right. um, and you, you've got a big number sitting out there and people bet that thing immediately, like I understand mm-hmm. why they would have a bit of an edge or, or, you know, for hits leader, somebody goes four for four, five for five, something like that. Um, I, I could understand taking those down, but I was happy to hear that the majority of the stuff, the futures, the division. I mean, it's 162. We're not even we're not even at one percent of the season today. All that stuff should stay up. When people are watching the games, they should be able to bet on that stuff. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I'm glad that you brought that up to start the show because, like last night, exactly, I'm rushing to get things in. And then I was wondering what's going to take get taken off the board, what's going to be still up because I still am shopping around a little bit. Like one of my favorite win totals that I played has been 81 and a half for the last 2 weeks and it was the Cincinnati Reds. I continued to shop around, shop around and last night I got 83 and a half. So I got pretty much two full games right there. So I want to continue to shop a little bit. But yeah, like with the season stuff, wins are going to come down probably, I think. Yeah, wins will come down. Um just I can only speak to points but they, they told me the statistical leader categories like hit leader, stolen base leader, et cetera, those will come down, but the majority of it will stay up. 
Now, are you going to be look? Are you going to be looking to play more win percentage? Are you going to look at the season win totals? Because I didn't see anybody doing win percentage now. Because you know we've gotten right. Like we saw that a lot at the start of the NBA season. I think for good reason. At and it, I shouldn't say a lot. It was a few books that decided to go that way. Everywhere I see, they're they're going with wins. Pretty much. I'm not. I'm not concerned. Sitting here April first, right now. I know some areas numbers are going up. Mm -hmm. I'm not that worried about missing games. So, right. And I feel like they're going to do everything in their power to play these games and power through kind of like the NBA, kind of like the NFL. And I think today we're going to get a good idea of what it's going to look like because the Nationals right now, four cases, I believe, maybe five cases. I saw Bob Nightingale had, I think it's four cases though. And so it looks like they're going to still play that game. So they're Mm -hmm. going to obviously look at close contacts. Everything's going to be much different because last season, obviously it was a disaster to start the season. You remember the COVID issues with the Cardinals. You remember the COVID issues with the Marlins. We had teams flying, the Chicago Cubs, uh, you know, and they're flying for their road trips. And then it's like, oh, we landed in St. Louis. We're not even going to get off the plane. I feel like things are going to be much different this year because we know more about the virus. Obviously, we have better testing procedures and uh, with the vaccinations and stuff. So I'm with you. I'll be looking at the season win totals. I did still see some percentages out there, but too much for me to figure out. Yeah, and we'll see. uh, We'll go into those win totals in just a couple of minutes. The way I look at it, April, May, we may have some issues and hopefully not later on in the season. If that's where uh, we have some missed games, I view it as rainouts. We can have double headers down the line. Yeah. You know, bad weather. They leave these open dates. Like I'm looking at today's Cubs game. It's going to be in the high 30s. Tomorrow's going to be in 60s. They're off tomorrow. Why not play the game tomorrow? Not that many people are showing up. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not sweating it. I'm not sweating it for season win totals. We're going to get to those in just a few minutes. Follow the show on Twitter. Please do that at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. Tell a friend. Make sure uh, you have the Odyssey app downloaded. That way you can listen, watch, subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast every single day. Again, make sure you're subscribed. Tell a friend to subscribe. We are live on the Odyssey app. 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, The Bet, 93.1 FM HD3, The Bet in Los Angeles, also the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Uh, Forgot to mention this, want to give congrats to the four winners in the BetQL Daily Against the Spread last man standing pool. I decided to uh, give out four winners, so each region in the Midwest. At Riggins underscore Timmy, your winner in the South. At Jason Pool 84 on Twitter, one. Uh, one of our P1s in the West region, at Mike Moreau 85. And in the East, at Jack underscore Greenwald had UCLA. So he won. Each of those guys won $50 from me and $50 from points bet. So fun stuff. Let's hit up these uh, MLB win totals. And this hour, we've got win totals, we've got World Series futures we're going to hit. And we're going to have a draft with futures and some prop bets that we're going to be attacking. You know what I'm going to be doing during the breaks? I'm going to be making sure that there isn't anything that I love out there available before these games get going during the breaks. But, uh, Orvet, let's start with the wind tolls. You said last night you're rushing to get a few more in. Hit me. What you got? What you bet on? What you bet on? Yeah, so you know what? I Like daily, I don't – I don't really play like I play more totals. I play a lot of first five unders, but I went more in on the win totals and on futures this year than I do usually because I probably I don't like betting on baseball every day. I do, but I don't. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to have four or five plays every single day in Major League Baseball. I just don't think that that's the way to uh, build your bankroll right there. So I have 
The Brewers over 82 and a half wins, mm. which I feel like is a very, chalky. very popular pick right now. Yeah, super. Man. It's chalky. It is. It's very chalky right now. And again, <laughs> what I'm concerned about with the Brewers is um, not them defensively, because I think they get good bargain deals with Colton Wong and with Jackie Bradley Jr. I think with their pitching and with their bullpen and the way that Craig Council uses that bullpen, they'll be one of the best uh, defensive teams in the National League. A little concerned about them uh, offensively because they didn't do a whole lot to improve offensively. You're just hoping for a bounce back year from guys like Christian Yelich. Uh, third worst in the National League last year, even with Yelich, who was terrible last year. But still, uh, I do expect them to bounce back. In fact, they only had two guys with an OPS over 800 last year. And one of them was uh, Jed Jerko, the other Daniel Vogelbach. So my concern would be them scoring runs. But I think defensively and with that bullpen, they'll be just fine. So that was the first one I played. Brewers over 82 and a half wins. Not one of the ones that I have written down, but I like the play. I like the play. There's a futures on the Brewers that I like that we're going to hit later on. Um, make sure you shop around. There are some different numbers. Yeah. I say it's chalky. I say it's public. Now, think of our perspectives, though. Like, you're up in Milwaukee talking about the Brewers this time of the year every single day. Yeah. So, naturally, you're going to hear from some optimistic fans. So, maybe it feels chalky to you. I am also in the Midwest. But I wonder, is it all that chalky? Is, is the rest of baseball, is a fan listening on 1430, the bet in Denver, are they talking about the Brewers winning the Central? I don't think they are. I think they're looking at St. Louis as being the best team in the in the NL Central, and the Cubs are on the way down. Pirates going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i not sure that it is all that chalky. That I, I think it's people that are actually paying attention that see the pitching that Council's going to have at his disposal. And right. those are the people that are that are talking about the Brewers and expecting some bounce-back performances from that lineup. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I would even, like, I mean, I wouldn't bash anybody for playing the Cardinals to win the Central. I, wouldn't, I, I was looking at the Cardinals maybe even to win the NL pennant. I mean, they have the flashier names. I'm a little concerned with St. Louis with their outfield, though. You have Dylan Carlson, but other than that, Who's in that outfield? But it's the Cardinals, man, so they'll find guys. So I wanted to ask you, so, okay, so I love the Brewers over the 82-and-a-half wins, and I'm looking at the rest of that division. Now, some people are still high on the Reds, but I like the Reds. Like I said, I found it 83-and-a-half, and I did play that under. I feel like as bad as the Central is going to be, some of these teams are going to beat up on each other. Like the Pirates, every single season in July and August, somebody that's, you know, competing for a pennant, or if it's the Brewers or the Cubs, they go to Pittsburgh – and they usually end up losing like five out of six. The Cubs, like that's baseball. No expectations for the Cubs, but still they could score a bunch of runs. Like if Rizzo, a bunch of guys that are pissed yeah. off now that are trying to make money. So, what are your thoughts on both the Cubs win total? Like, do you think they go over? Do they go under? And then this Reds play under 83 and a half. Because I feel like last year everybody was talking about the Reds. I don't know. I don't know if I trust their bullpen. Yeah, everybody was talking about the Reds going over last year, and that did not hit. The, the lineup it was very unlucky. Now they they lose Bauer. They have some injuries in the rotation. Right. I, I've noticed that a lot of people are now under on the Reds. I think that's pretty quick flip off of a sample size of two months. So I'm staying away from the Reds. I'm staying away from the Cubs. I think the numbers about right. Okay. Uh, there's some there's some overs that I want to rifle through here before the end of the segment. Did you have any more overs? Uh, overs the twins over 89. I went and then Blue Jays over 87, Astros over 87 and a half wins. 
All right. Um, Royals over 73 and a half. The number's gone up, but I still like it. It's a it's a decent rotation. It's not as bad as a lot of people think. And then they add to it with minor uh, Keller and Singer a year older. I think they're going to improve. I like the addition of Benintendi and Santana into those lineups. And of course, you still got Merrifield Solaire at some point. You're going to get Witt Jr. should be uh, a hell of a rookie. He's going to be in the mix for rookie of the year. So I like the Royals over. Dodgers, 103 and a half. They're still going to go over that number. They're really? They're going to go over. Yeah. They're going to lose 60 times? Point to the 60 losses. Where are they? I, I, I like the Dodgers. I'll talk about the Angels coming up. If you've been listening to this show, uh, high on them. And Pirates, they stink. But they were also very unlucky last season. 58 and a half? Huh? I don't know. That's really low. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. Uh, more baseball coming up. You're locked into the BQL Audio Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here's 0-1 to Soto. He saw a fastball and look at it go. See you later. Final Acuna leads off. And oh, no. loads. Wow. How about that? Judge hits one to center field and deep. Going back, Kiermaier turning, looking. See ya. Baez brings it. And a high flat ball into left center field. Back at the wall and is gone. Brandon Lau has put the Rays on top. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Getting you set here for opening day. Going to continue the win totals conversation and get into some World Series futures, a draft later on this hour. Ostrowski and Horvat, I'm at Joe 0670 Horvat at Ryan Horvat, we're all excited about watching baseball. It starts today. It's just, I don't know that the baseball is going to be great today. The weather's going to suck in some places. I know Red Sox Orioles has been postponed tomorrow until tomorrow due to rain. And maybe we'll hear about some other postponements later on. It's just, it's just the fact that we're going to have this as an option as college basketball is going away after Saturday and then Monday, that this is going to be there every day for us if we want it to be. It doesn't mean you have to watch or listen every day either. It's just it's going to be there every day if you want it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And especially like the second half of the NBA season here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to see some teams probably use some load management, try to get around yeah. the best that they can. So, you know, it's going to be hard to pick sides and totals in the league because a lot of guys – a lot of teams are going to be resting, getting set for the playoffs. So you can find good value, Major League Baseball, every single day. So I'm excited for it, man. And it's going to be – it's going to feel more real this year than it did last year as well. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, people excited, trying to figure out where can you watch the games. And uh, online, Horvath's trying to figure out where he can watch Laguna Beach. Like, that's just how it is. That's how oh, you roll. Yeah, you Laguna Beach. <laughs> so, <laughs> Laguna Beach is a terrific, was a terrific show, man. That but that was the show that introduced us to uh, Kristen Cavallari, future wife and then ex-wife of uh, your favorite quarterback all time, Jay Cutler. Yeah. Honestly, um, was team LC, though. I, I would bet that if you went back and watched it, you'd be like, 
what the hell was I doing wasting so many oh. of my hours watching this? But I, I watched those first couple seasons. Yeah. And theme song. It's perfect. I mean, come on. It's fantastic. Let the rain fall down. Wash it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, exactly. I like to go back and watch some of that stuff. And no, like, go ahead and sing. This is terrible. No, no, I've been told not to sing on air. I've been tell I've been told that it's not good radio or good anything really. Um, but I will say this: like if you go back and you watch some stuff that you that you watched when you were younger, like I'm doing that with movies. My kid wants to go back and watch all these movies, so we're watching like Monster Squad, The Goonies, Mighty Ducks. They got all three Mighty Ducks right now on the ESPN app, which is good. And then there's a new Mighty Ducks TV show, which is on Disney Plus. But you realize, man, some of the stuff I was watching when I was a kid was it's not hold up. Yeah, yeah, the animation is so bad, but that's not why the people came. I no. got into my case on the Royals and why I would go over, even though the number has gone north, because I think they can at least hang around the 500 mark. Um, yes. More on the Royals in a minute, actually. So I think there's a crazy bet. You're going to say I'm insane on the Royals. Do I need to make a case for the Dodgers? I mean, that rotation of Bauer now and Bueller and Kirsch, do I need to keep going? David Price couldn't even make the rotation. Like, yeah. You're fine. You're good. Welcome back. You're in the bullpen. So yeah, no, no, nothing would really can yeah, nothing would really concern me with the Dodgers. I mean, four like, possible MVP candidates: Betts, Seager, Bellinger, Turner. Like, <laughs> how are they going to lose? How are they going to lose that many games? A am I wrong? Are they going to get to sixty? Where where are we at here? Mm, no, you're not wrong. I mean, I wouldn't play the under. I didn't play the over, but I wouldn't play the no. under. like you said. Like, look at that rotation, man. Like Dustin May. Like he's your fourth or fifth starter. You look at that lineup, they're gonna score a bunch of runs, three or four MVP candidates. Like I'm making the case for Mookie Betts, but then I'm making the case for Co you could make the case for Cody Bellinger. Like, look at that lineup. So no, I wouldn't play the under. Uh I'll get to the Angels in a minute. Pirates, I mentioned over 58 and a half. If you're gonna play, if you don't want anything to do with it, I totally understand. But listen, they stink. They're also inarguably the worst division in baseball. Okay, so there's gonna be there's gonna be wins to be had. Like I'm looking at this game today. I'm like, really? The Cubs with Kyle Hendricks, who's pretty good, not great. They're minus two hundred favorites. That's how bad we're expecting the Pirates to be. I mean, I yes, they might be the worst team in baseball. I get it. The win total will will suggest that. In a small sample size of two months, let's not forget that they were very unlucky. They were eight and fifteen in one run games. Eight and fifteen. As bad as they are, I still think they can win 60 games. Uh, teams that I would look under on. This White Sox under is juiced. There was no adjustment by the books, almost none, uh, after the Aloy Jimenez injury, almost none. And all the projection systems say there should be an adjustment of three to four wins. They were already short a corner outfielder. Now they're, sh they're short a couple of corner outfielders. Now they're talking about Jake Lamb being the DH. Jake Lamb with his 600 OPS. I'm not, man, heck of a rotation, much improved. They have some star power in that lineup, but I don't not over 90. Uh, that, that's a lot to me, and I love the Hendricks addition in the bullpen. So if you're going to bet the White Sox, I'd go under if you could find it where it is not juiced. And um, the Marlins, impressive last year, made the playoffs, finished above 500, beat the Cubs. Uh, win total 72 and a half. Those NL East losses are going somewhere. They're going yeah. somewhere. And if you look at Pythag, they gave up many more runs than they scored. So I think that's going to catch up to them a little bit. They, they still got some good young players here, but they're just in the deepest division in all of baseball. So I'd go under 72 and a half on the Mets. 
and the other team that might have, I mean, the Marlins and the other team is the Mets. I would take a look at going under the Mets. I think that that number in the nineties is too high. Yeah. And there's a lot of question marks, you know, um, Marcus Stroman's health. Is he going to make every single start Thor's health? You know what you're going to get from DeGrom, but like every year we buy into the Mets and every year it's the same story. Uh, you know, you brought up the White Sox. Now I went all in on the White Sox. I played a World Series future last night. I'm a little I don't hate it. Well, I did pick them to win the division, but I see everybody is all over the Twins right now. So I'm wondering, should I hedge and maybe mm. take the season win total over for the Twins? Because what I played in that division as well. Wait, um, who's all over the Twins? I am not. I'm not seeing that at all. For the Twins to win the division, I've seen it picked by a no. couple. Of analysts i was watching major league baseball network last night i feel like the you know with the injuries with the white Sox, i feel I, i'm hearing a lot of stuff okay so it depends who you're listening to but i hear a lot of the same stuff with the white Sox that maybe it's a year too early but like they oh said, that was last year that's garbage that's last year and now they're saying the same thing maybe even this year yeah. they said the same thing about the cubs though you know yeah it's a year too early and then they won the world series so right um I, i'm all in on the white Sox, but in that division another thing i'm looking at uh, as far as unders, because I'm not really an overs guy. Like over, I played the Brewers over uh, win total. I played the Twins. I, I did end up actually last night playing the. I'm Twins. not an overs guy. Let me go over my over. <laughs> no, no, and then uh, no, no, and then the Blue Jays and the Astros. That's it. And then the rest right. I went all unders on, including the Indians in that division under 81 and a half. Now I've been doing this for years, where I'm like, okay, the Indians are finished, and then they always, you know, find ways to steal money from me. But I'm out on the Indians. Under 81 and a half wins. I think that's one of my yeah. favorite balls. They don't have uh they still have elite pitching. They just can't hit. And now they're losing Lindor. Like, yeah. And, 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 and by, by the way, I'm not a big win totals better. Yeah. I, I think these make for good conversation, but I, I'll bet it in different ways. If I'm not going over or under on these numbers. Maybe I'll bet on them to win the division, make or miss the playoffs. I'd rather do that and get, you know, plus 200, uh, try to find some value that way instead of betting all the win totals, just so people know that, that that's how I handle it. But yeah. these are the current numbers that we're discussing, and I know a lot of people like to bet win totals. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I find, like I said, though, I find better value betting some unders. There are some really low totals that I took a shot with yesterday. The last two, I did go under 67 and a half with the Rangers, despite the fact that I'm actually – on the Rangers today just because of a pitching matchup. But yeah, look what they add to the lineup. Chris Davis, they have Joey Gallo, who's probably going to hit 40 homers. But in that rotation, they lose Lance Lynn. I don't trust the bullpen. And I know it's only spring, and I shouldn't pay attention to spring training. when Sometimes, yeah. They've been bad, though. They look really bad. So I played that under. And then the Rockies under 63 and a half. Because even some of those guys that are left in Colorado, I mean, they're trying to lose. I could see them being sellers obviously they want to lose baseball games so i played that under as well that was about it for win totals for me all right let's uh let's get on world series futures you mentioned the white Sox. i'll follow up with you in just a quick minute but uh first thought if you're attacking this uh futures market top of the board i don't have any interest right now really why would you bet it right now? But we'll go over it. Dodgers plus 350. Well, there's no value. Dodgers plus 350, Yankees plus 550. The Padres are the third favorite, plus 800. And then the Braves, White Sox, Mets, all plus 1,000. Tied for the fourth favorite. Atlanta, Chicago White Sox, and the New York Mets. Um, my first thought on it is that at the top of the board, we see yeah. a lot of teams in the National League. Dodgers, Yankees. 
I mean, Dodgers, uh, Padres, yeah. Braves, Mets. Like, it flipped so quick. We've spent how many years saying the American League is so much better than the National League? And look how quick it flipped. Fangraph projection. When you look at the teams that are projected to win 89-plus, Dodgers, Padres, Mets, Braves, there's also the Yankees. So there are five of them, and four of them reside in the National League. So the easier path is obviously going through the American League, and the Yankees deal with a lot of injuries every single year with their big boppers and sometimes in the rotation too. So if you're going to knock out the Yankees, like it, it seems like uh, you can find some value in the AL side. Much tougher road in the NL. Yeah, completely agree. And like, if you look at the National League, because for me, like when I'm doing futures or when it comes down to postseason baseball, obviously I'm looking at pitching. And if you look at the National League, three or four of those teams on the top of the board, you got the Padres, you got the Dodgers, and even the Nationals, and then the Mets, like if they're fully healthy, all of those teams have at least three projected 18 game winners. Look at the Padres rotation Darvish, Snell. Musgrove's there now. The Dodgers, obviously, we know about their rotation with Walker Buehler, Trevor Bauer, Clayton Kershaw. The National League is going to be a bloodbath. That's why I played the Yankees right away. Now, maybe my, my thought there, like you, okay, so you like the Dodgers win total over. So if they get off to a ridiculous start, I'm talking like 21 and four. Same thing with the Yankees. I just felt like with the Yankees, this could be a shot where I get good value because they open up with the Blue Jays, but Toronto not fully healthy with that Springer injury. That was my main concern of just one of these teams get off to a start like the Cubs did in 16, you know, where, you know, if the Dodgers start like 22 and three, what do you think that goes to then? Like if I want to play the Dodgers or the Yankees, don't you, you don't think there's value? Right well, there's there? a big, there's a big difference between playing the Dodgers and the Yankees though. Don't you think like the Dodgers are a, a shorter favorite the Yankees? They're probably going to stay the second favorite. Okay. Let's play that out. Yankees going to great start. Terrific record. Best record in baseball. Yeah. Are they the favorite? Probably not. Probably Maybe not. they go from plus 550 to plus 400. Yeah. Maybe. So, so if you did want to play the Dodgers, which you said, and, and you know what, I, I I did small just because it was like. I'm not I'm not going to be doing that. I just won't. If you were, would you today or would you wait? I'd wait. How much shorter is it going to get? It's not going to two to one. Yeah. <laughs> Any chance they get off to a slow start? Like maybe Kershaw just goes out, gets shelled today. I bet 103. I didn't bet the win total one one oh three and a half, but that's one of the top ones I would take. I don't I don't see what's stopping them. Like if we take out their, a best one of their best starters, one of their best position players, mm -hmm. they're still the best team in baseball, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. So did you play any World Series futures? Anything that you did like? Angels forty to one. So we're all like angels. angels, man. They're going to be a disaster. I, I played Otani last night for an MVP. All right, so yeah, I played. Did uh, you really? I, I talked about yesterday on the. I've been going back and forth on Otani. I understand both sides, but it, the number's gone. When it was thirty to forty, it was a good number. Now yeah. some places are posting twenty, which is ridiculous. Well, no, Tra Trout, Rendon, Otani. I love Fletcher as leadoff hitter. Otani and Bundy at the top of the rotation. They bring in Glacius to be your closer. Um, they have some holes, but I think they're going to address those throughout the season. So I like the Angels at forty. I don't hate. The Astros widely available at 25 to one. Most shops have it at 22. I have not played this. I'm considering it. I don't think the number is going to move much, but I could see the Braves representing the NL in the World Series. And I would I don't mind them at 10 to one. I've been thinking a lot about that one. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I also played that one 10 to one. I was also looking at the Nationals 30 to one. We could hit on that though, but I'm I'm in on the Braves. You're in on the Braves too? Yeah. Wait, how many how many World Series futures have you bet? 
I think I heard you say three. Three. How many? You bet three. Okay. Three, All and right. I'm going to possibly add in the four. All right, that's Ryan Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Coming up next, we're going to have a draft. Futures and props for baseball. Don't go anywhere. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.